cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, he is the Knight, I'm Em, and that's Autumn. Hello. We're back. We are back. How's it going? How's Batman treating you? Uh, he's Batman, you know. <laughs> I haven't I haven't watched any Batman. I haven't read any Batman. I've been I mean, I hope you've watched two episodes of Batman. I've watched two episodes of Batman. I watched okay. two and a half episodes of Batman. Oh. Thanks right. to HBO Max putting everything in the wrong order. Yeah. Um I don't know why Can't it does trust that. them. Uh, cuz this show has the most fucked up order in the world. <laughs> I think they're using the DVD order, which is not the production order that we're using. And it's not the aired order, which nobody uses. Oh, I meant to. I wanted to do something before this episode, and then I failed to do it because I had to watch Titanic instead. Uh, I have two episodes of TNG left. Yeah. I have uh, one episode with Rolaren, it looks like, and then I've got um, All Good Things. So. Oh. Looking forward to that, but I have still I have not finished TNG. I will have finished it by this time next week. But yeah. uh, next week we're just going to talk about all good things. Fuck Batman. Who cares? <laughs> um, yeah, busy week of podcast prep, so I haven't done much. Have you? What have you been reading, Batman wise? Nothing. 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 <laughs> How do you feel about the new Batman announcements? New Bat. Oh, I saw that. So all I saw really is that like. James Gunn announced that everyone's fired except for Ezra Miller or something. So Flash is still coming out. They're committed to Ezra. They are making a Matt Reeves Batman 2. That's going to be officially considered an Elseworlds story. Um, Along with there's something else that's going to be Elseworlds. And they're going to make a new Batman that's like a Batman and Damien, I think, movie. I think that's true. Okay. That could be something. It could also be so, terrible. Yeah, they're I don't starting know. a whole. They're whole, starting a whole new MCU. The first, like sort of thing. The first, the first arc is Chapter One: Gods and Monsters. They'll, um, they will get through one arc of this and then cancel it again, just like the last two times they tried this. So, so here we go. Here's what we got. We've got an animated series, Creature Commandos. Okay. Uh, that James Gunn's writing. Um, there's an HBO Max uh, Peacemaker spinoff called Waller. About Viola Davis's Amanda Waller. Isn't Peacemaker already a Suicide Squad spinoff? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, they're making a movie called uh, Superman Legacy, which is the first actual movie. It comes out in 2025. It's about uh, Clark Kent becoming Superman again. And Henry Cavill's not in this, right? Right. I'm shaking uh, my head. There's Lanterns, a HBO television series. It's about Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Boo. Um, They're making a, the authority movie. Okay. Weird choice, but all right. I like it. <laughs> um, They're making a paradise lost game of Thrones style television series about Themyscira. Not necessarily about wonder woman about Themyscira. <laughs> okay. Could, could be something, I guess. I don't know. 
Um, the Brave and the Bold is the new Batman movie. It's going to feature Bruce Wayne and Damian Wayne. Okay. Which that that is genuinely exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's going to be. I, a booster... I hope it has the tone that Brave and the Bold implies. I don't think it yeah. will, but you know, there's going there's going to be a Booster Gold HBO Max series. Oh sure. Uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, a new film about uh, her. Unlike the Superman one, James Gunn said she's a much more jaded character, which fair enough, I guess. It's okay. not really what I want of Supergirl, but I get why if you're already doing a Superman origin and you want something to follow it up, you do like, you know, she's more grumpy because she grew up on Krypton, remembers that her planet sucks. So are they winding down all of the CW stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah, every, all of that got canceled. Okay. I mean, it was all on its way out. Yeah, but... it seemed like it was all on its way out, but I wasn't sure. Okay. Um, Then they're making a Swamp Thing film. Sick! That, Fuck that I yes. think is going to be also count as like, it's not technically in canon, but it might. They're, they're very, they're definitely like, he's interested in doing like Elseworlds shit that's just labeled Elseworlds. It's not really part of it. Um, I mean. Joker, the Joker 2 also going to be technically an Elseworlds movie. My my favorite Swamp Thing stuff is when you can't really tell if it's in DC canon, so I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, all the stuff that's still coming out, like Blue Beetle and Aquaman two, are still coming. Um, but Flash is meant to be like a hard reset, and then Blue Beetle and Aquaman are gonna have ties into what's coming next. I don't know. Seems neb. Seems kind of still up in the air, but that that's the idea. I I am I so watch surprised. Exactly that that three Flash of movie. those things. I think. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like a little too much content, but like, I guess better that than too little. I don't know. Uh, they they specifically at DC's or their whole thing was like, um, Ezra Miller's really committed to recovery. We're going to support them in their efforts, blah, blah, blah. We're hoping that it all works out. Um, I assume they just put a gun to their head and been like, figure your shit out or we're dumping you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh michael clayton showed up and is like we have to fix this <laughs> when do we just do a podcast about george clooney movies that's what i want to know um i mean we could <laughs> there's like a lot and i'm like do we start with murphy brown because he, he you know he starts in murphy brown what's murphy brown i don't know that Oh, my God. Murphy Brown is a classic 80s television show uh, starring Candace Bergen as a news anchor reporter um, who's like just a woman who don't need no man. Um, and she's very cool and erudite and uh, stern in a buffoon, buffoonishly masculine workplace. Um, it famously caused a whole fucking national scandal, I think, during the Bush administration, Bush one administration. Um, because she got pregnant and decided to just have the baby. And there was a whole, like everyone clutching their pearls over unwed mothers. Um, Oh, I, okay. I remember this. Yes. It, I remember really liking it as a kid. I watched a couple episodes, maybe like two years ago. And I was like, this show still holds up. All right. It's no broadcast news, but you know, what is I rem I remember this because I remember, um, reruns of this were showing somewhere yeah and murphy brown is a formative uh you know second wave feminist television show i was it's, it's so the thing after mary tyler moore right or mary hartman mary hartman i was so young watching the show whatever rerun this was that i remember asking my mom like 
why does the dad have a baby or something? And my mom having to be like, uh, I don't know how to explain any of this to you. <laughs> okay. Well, um, it was very popular. It ran for 11 seasons uh, from uh, 88 uh, to 98. Oh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a revival that happened in 2018 that I don't think I've ever seen anyone on Earth talk about. Um, I thought, I just thought his first role was, um, on ER. No. Huh. No. Uh, should we talk about Batman? Sure. Oh, no, first off, what, what are the DC ones you actually want to watch? Um, I want to watch that Swamp Thing thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to watch the, uh, Damian Wayne Batman thing. Um, I could really see that being either really good yeah. or really bad and not having a lot of middle ground there. Um, the, the booster gold thing. I'm like, okay, sure. Um, I don't think I'm going to watch. I haven't watched the suicide squad. I haven't watched peacemaker. I can't imagine. You should watch watch the suicide squad. I'd love to know what you think about it. Cause like, it's not a great film, but I had a pretty good time. I was, when that movie came out, I was just so out on James Gunn. And then I remember you were like, oh, it's pretty good. And I meant to get around to it and just never have. Um, I don't know. Well, you I know guess... what? You know what we're actually two weeks away from is the Harley Quinn Valentine's Day special. Ooh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. That's not on this list. I just remembered that in my brain. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for Aquaman too. I thought the first Aquaman was like a perfectly fine film. I had a decent time with it. Um, I'll always show up to see what they do with Superman, even though I would co- consider myself underwhelmed with the idea of another Superman origin story. Yeah, um, I. That's the thing is I like Superman and so I will watch it, but I just don't know, like, they're going to have to really, like, try to do something new, I guess. I would just, I would simply just do a story where he's already Superman. Yeah. You know? I, um, I'm, I would be interested to see what this Paradise Lost That Mascara show is. I hope they pull from the Perez run because I feel like that basically writes itself if you do that, but I don't think they will. I think it'll be bad and I'll watch about three episodes and go, fuck this. I... I wanted to watch three episodes and say fuck this uh, to House of Dragon or whatever it was called, uh-huh. and I only watched one episode of that before I was out. So like, yeah, fair enough. I have a I have a really low tolerance for like this sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like Wonder Woman. Is my is the thing that's my curse. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really come up yet in this show. It will at some point. Um, yeah, but. Man, she's going to okay. be... This is going to be my favorite version of Wonder Woman that we get in the DCAU stuff. This is the Wonder Woman of my heart in a, lot of, in a huge way. That... I, I also... I have not seen as much Wonder Woman or read as much Wonder Woman as you have. My, yeah. Here's the, here's the part that, like, sucks is, like, I think the Perez stuff starts really strong, and that's good, but it doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, the... Um, the one I like probably the most is like fucking Rucka's run, but like I feel bad being like, oh, Greg Rucka, that's the Wonder Woman writer for me. Because no, <laughs> no, it's not. Just knock it off. Um, those are like, those are just some good comics, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I've only read the first trade of those, but I was like, this is just good reading. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman's a character that has almost never had great writing. I just happen to like her um, yeah. for stupid you know pop culture slash gender reasons you know that's all yes yeah. yeah um anyway let's talk about some fucking batman let's talk about batman 
our first episode this uh, week is The Worry Men, oh, um, right. which is the 65th episode of Batman Animated Series. It's aired September 16th, 1993. It was written by Paul Dini, directed by Frank Parr, animation by Dong Yang, Animation Co. Limited. What happens in this episode? Racism. <laughs> It's fine though because only 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 the Manhattan does it. <laughs> All right, so um, this rich lady comes back from her. Uh, uh, Veronica Vreeland is a, a long-standing <laughs> character in Batman Animated Series. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Veronica Vreeland. This is her second appearance in the DC universe. <laughs> Veronica she tried Vreeland. to rehab the penguin. Remember when she tried to rehab the penguin? <laughs> I do remember that now. Thank you. <laughs> Veronica Vreeland comes back from her uh, adventure in the Amazon, um, and she's showing all her rich friends these worrymen that she got, and you put it under your pillow, and she doesn't feel any stress, any worry, any anxiety, and it all just goes into this little like doll thing that you put under the pillow. Um, and... Bruce is like, that sounds weird, but okay. Um, he takes it home. He shows it to Alfred. Alfred's like, well, I'm going to put this under your pillow, Master Bruce. And Bruce comes into work the next day and is like, hey, I need you to get me $20 million in cash, uh, non-sequential bills, unmarked, um, and I need you to put them in this briefcase and uh, give them to this guy. And his assistant uh, is like, that sounds weird, but okay. And she comes back and she says, Okay, I did it. And Bruce Wayne's like, what are you talking about? You just gave $20 million of my dollars away? What the hell did you do? <laughs> um, and I should have mentioned before this <laughs> that the, the, the gala where he gets the, the, the worry men um, is attacked by a man in a... Who a man who looks like a racist caricature of Mayan people. Um, Batman foils his plans, um, uh, and anyway, the twenty million dollars thing. He's he's investigating. The nightly news is like, look, all these people, all these rich people, just were giving away twenty million dollars today. Crazy, and Batman is like. Seems like we were all mind-controlled. Must be the Mad Hatter. And I'm like, okay, I guess it's the Mad Hatter then. <laughs> uh, and Batman... It, Batman goes and beats up the Mad Hatter, and he's mind-controlling all these uh, people that he's making dress like racist characters of Mayan people, and eventually those people... Except like... one of them is! Except one of them is! <laughs> Is a, is a South American, like, shaman. Yes, yes. Inexplicably. There's no reason for this. Yes. <laughs> anyway, they're all... They'll... Uh, Batman stops them from being mind-controlled, and they turn on Mad Hatter. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, and then Batman puts a little Worryman doll under Mad Hatter's pillow to make him dream of that all the like wrong... Batman. Yeah, it looks like a Batman. To make him have Batman dreams. Uh, this episode's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, you, you missed the most important part of this uh, episode where one of the executives who gets uh, mind controlled into embezzling and goes to jail is LeVar Burton sounding every bit as young as he was in 1983 playing a middle-aged executive. And it's <gasps> the most incongruous thing I've ever heard. Jody LaForge is here and he, he's got a goatee and he doesn't sound old and it's weird. <laughs> okay, I was like, why this voice? I was like, 
I thought I could place it, but I didn't bother to look at who it was because um. I immediately go, it's LeVar Burton. What are you doing here? <laughs> Star Trek's still on the air in 1993. Maybe, you don't need maybe this season seven just ended. Um, but yeah, no, he's on. He's just hanging out. He's just a working actor. You know, he's he's doing Reading Rainbow. He just finished Star Trek or is about to. Um, he's doing this random voice and it's so distracting to me. <laughs> So, okay, so the, the Mad Hatter's plan is he gets an actual South American shaman uh, who makes worry dolls just for, like, you know, religious uh-huh. reasons, I guess. Uh, mind controls him to convince all of the white people of Gotham to buy the mind control chips that he puts in the worry dolls uh-huh. from the shaman, who uh-huh. now is like a cartoon version of a shaman. Um, you didn't need this guy. You could have just gone into business <laughs> selling worry dolls to white people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand this plan at all, other than everybody knows that Jervis Tetch is a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't have to, he didn't have to find a, because sh- the whole thing is undone by the shaman really wanting to, like, go home and defeat the Hatter, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. And um, you didn't need this guy. I, it's, it's so weird. It, I'm going to look right now. I didn't bother to check. Is this based on a comic? Because, like, that's the only. That's not the only explanation for why this is like this. But I feel like there's that's nothing a, in the notes about it being based on anything. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a Paul Dini thing, so it's probably not based on anything. So fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Why is this like this? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't understand. Um, it's really weird coming right after the Raz Al Ghul one, which is like racially tinged, but at least is like pulling from a classic and you kind of get the adventure stuff. This is Batman beating up a bunch of like street guys who dress like indigenous people from South America. It's just Batman does a number on like a Mayan temples, basically what this episode's vibes are without any of the actual like doing it. So you just have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. It sucks. It's dumb. Mad Hatter. <laughs> is just not a good character. I just fundamentally think there's no good out of the Mad Hatter. And this plan is like just a boring heist plan. He's not even like being a creep like normal. Um, he just decided to sell white people indigenous goods. Well, and like, so there's not even like an investigation. There's not even like Batman like has to figure out who's doing this because um, he just... Is like, well, mind control got to be Mad Hatter because apparently Mad Hatter's got to be in 80 of these fucking episodes. Um, and like, he's going through the back computer and you get a very brief glimpse of like other people and you see the Riddler. And I'm reminded that at this point, the Mad Hatter has been in more, uh, has been and will be in more of this show than the Riddler. And I guess, God, I'm so fucking mad, dude. <laughs> Why are we doing any of this? Yeah. Um,. Also, of note, inexplicably, in this in this episode and only this episode, Bruce Wayne has a ridiculous black secretary right. who talks in another different, extremely loaded accent. Yeah. And she's voiced by uh, Vernie Watson Johnson, who's in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She's uh, Vi. Um, this is not she does not have this voice in real life. This is a put on voice for this character. Uh, she's coming in talking like Miss Cleo. I'm like, what the fuck is happening is his bumbling secretary. Well, and, and like th- she's dressed in a certain way. That's like yes. caricature. And it's just, it's all bad. And I, I had assumed that like, Oh, maybe they just got some 
well-known like african actor of this time no okay they did they did, they did. this well, is the, they got they got both lavar burton and uh vernie watson johnson these are incredibly popular of the time actors uh from television um and yeah, they I, just had her doing this <laughs> yeah that's what i meant is i just assumed that like oh this actor must have been popular and had this accent, and that's why this character is this way. No, apparently they just went and got a popular actor and put her in this role for no reason. Why? It's, um, it's really. Have you gotten to the point now where you when you pay attention to who directs the episodes of Star Trek? Um, um a little bit. I mostly should, just notice when this. it's Frakes or uh, uh uh Burton. Okay, so here's the thing: when Lavar Burton is directing. Um, and this is the thing when me and Destiny are watching is very obvious. The cast just gets blacker. He's just casting like all of the like incidental <laughs> characters. Just, you know, you do good. You hire people from the community and the cast of extras just gets blacker in Star Trek. And that's kind of what this episode feels like, but it's the normal cast. And the episode <laughs> is wildly cartoonishly racist. Um, is, does, does LeVar Burton direct the what episode where, um, uh, he has a beard. There's like the one episode where, um, like he turns to camera and surprise, he has a beard and he looks like real LeVar Burton now. And then, then in the next episode, the producers tell him to shave it. I want to say the, hmm, I don't actually he did, know. It, I'm looking at memory alpha. He did second chances and the Pegasus. Let me see which ones these are. Okay. Oh, second chances. Oh shit. <laughs> That's not the episode I'm thinking of. And neither is the Pegasus, but, uh, yeah whatever <laughs> um no I, I yeah i think they just let him put it in and everyone went no <laughs> it's funny because he uh by the movies spoiler he just has he's just lavar burton he has a beard they don't I, they don't care i follow like an account that just tweets random images of tng oh that's why that account has stopped posting i just okay anyway <laughs> i i follow that account and so i sometimes see stuff from the movies and i'm like this looks so weird uh yeah, yeah they just they they're like uh do you want to wear the visor anymore? He's like no. <laughs> um, the actual worst part is not Jordy with a beard. It's that one episode where Data grows a beard and it's hell. Ugh. It's hell on earth. Ugh, it's just disgusting. I'm sure I'm sure Brent Spitter with a beard looks fine. Data with a beard, disgusting. <laughs> it's so gross. It's foul. I'm looking at a picture right now and I'm so mad about it. Um. Anyway, I don't think I have anything else to say about this episode other than it's weird and off-putting. Um, I don't know why they do this. Oh, there is a bit where the Mad Hatter has just built a bunch of fucking, like, enormous props of other Batman villains. Yeah. Yeah, why is, is that pretty there? pretty cool, actually. Uh, I don't know why it's there. There's no reason. <laughs> this isn't even the Mad Hatter's thing. Um, but I do appreciate where he has to fight a giant abstract, like, Joker in a jack-in-the-box. But it's not even a Joker episode. They're just like, oh, we want to get the Joker. And that's how little anyone gives a shit about the Mad Hatter, which fair enough. I also don't care. <laughs> you know, uh, you remember that one bit in Zeta when um, Yazan has like a million frames of face of animation in his face for some yes. reason. Yes. Um, there's a bit where like Mad Hatter is giving a monologue in this episode that does the same thing where it's just like really, really, really animated for some reason. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just have too many frames. No idea. Um, let's talk about Sideshow. 
All right. Our next episode of Sideshow. This aired May 3rd, 1994. Uh, this is technically the, our first season two episode by the accounting of most versions of the show. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a story by Michael Reeves, directed by Boyd Kirkland. Animation uh, by Donging Animation Co. Teleplay was by Michael Reeves and Brent Stevens. Um, what happens in this one? Uh, Killer Croc is on a train going to a new prison and he escapes. Batman is also on the train, question mark, um, mm. just to make sure he gets to the prison. Okay, I guess. Doesn't have mm. anything better going on. Uh, he chases Killer Croc, but Killer Croc gets away, and he lands, ends up with um, a group of, for lack of a better term, I will say, like, freak show performers, circus performers, um... That's obviously oh, yeah. this is fully pulling from freaks, right? Yeah. Like right. this is based on this one is based on a Denny O'Neill story from the 70s. Right. Um and so they're like, oh, uh, you're just like us. We'll take you in. And he's like, Yeah, I was uh I was in a I was totally in a circus. This guy dresses up like a bat and put me in chains. Um, and they're like, that's so fucked up. Uh, and Batman shows up and he's gonna take Killer Croc in. Oh, I missed the part where they mention, yeah, we've got fifty thousand dollars laying around here somewhere. And so Killer Croc is like, Well, I'm gonna take the fifty thousand and run. Um Batman shows up and he wants to bring Killer Croc in, but the uh circus people are like, No, we won't do that. We won't give up our own. Uh we know that you uh put him in chains and blah blah blah. Uh, but eventually Killer Croc shows his true colors as a criminal and they all um, uh, help Batman bring him in, uh, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's a little stupid, but I kind of I, I like this one a little better. You know, I like I think this episode's pretty good. I actually. think this episode's pretty solid. I think there's like some weird ableism stuff. But uh, if you can set that to the side a little bit, I think this episode is fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, Killer Croc's whole thing is. Um you know, part of this. Uh, I guess it depends on his origin, but I've seen like Sideshow or he's a wrestler or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, different varieties of Killer Croc origin. But uh, putting this one in like a weird, like gothic, like American gothic style farm with a bunch of like, you know, circus performers who've all run away. There's like um, conjoined twins and there's a like a seal boy and uh, the like ringleader guy is like a hunchback. Um, yeah. Who's in charge of all of them. Um, he's, he's named Richard after Richard the third famous Shakespearean hunchback, you know, (laughs) not subtle. Um, but, uh, then Batman has to just march into this and be a cop and like everyone reacting with open hostility to Batman being a cop, I think is just like good. I think this episode just really tells a story that this particular show has been kind of bad at telling, which is sometimes Batman's nature leads him to do things that other people perceive as evil. Um, and just lets that be a thing that's true. Yeah, I did have a moment in this episode where I was like, Batman, why are you even chasing this guy down? Like, what do you care? And then the answer is because he's Batman, which, yeah. you know, fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, this episode also has like an amazing like the battle that him and Batman have um, the, like on the train. That's just like a good um it's not quite like Night of the Hunter-esque, but it is definitely evoking that like mid-century American like farmland like yeah. aesthetic. Um and and Killer Croc's go-to plan, hit Batman with a big rock. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe when Batman said that and almost got him, he was not going too far from the truth. 
uh, <laughs> Killer Croc, big rock, pretty pretty effective, it seems. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a big rock, and he is a very large man, and Batman is only human. Yeah. Um, it's also... The, the the weird thing um, complimentary about this episode is the way that, like, Batman is kind of like, well, he's Killer, killer Croc. He's just a criminal by nature. Uh, and it's fun when they don't believe him. But then, like, I I was really hoping that Killer Croc was just going to, like, get away with it. But he, he cannot help but become, you know, evil in the way that this show thinks about good and evil, you know? Yeah, it's a little moralistic. It's weird because, like, you'll see... Um... God, that's like deep into D. That's deep into Justice League. There's that whole bit where like the Flash just hangs out with his villains and makes sure they're on their meds. Remember that episode? It's yes. fucking good. There's yes. some good shit ahead about like the relationship between a hero and a villain and how thin that line is. It's just not in this show about Batman. No. <laughs> I always think about similarly the um, uh, comforts and joys, the bit where the Flash like takes the gorilla guy and they like they entertain the kids before he takes the guy back to prison i think that's all right yes you know there's some good some good shit ahead (laughs) (laughs) we're doing Um, this whole podcast because i like comfort and joy so much you know (laughs) it's so good it's so good is the thing it's one of the best episodes of television you could possibly watch um this episode also introduces a future justice league and i guess maybe more superman stalwart brad garrett voices goliath the big like gorilla guy in this Mm -hmm. and he will go on to be lobo the main man oh shit dude I love um, Lobo. I no, mm, I love Lobo. I am, I in am up these and shows. down on Lobo. I will say, <laughs> I love Lobo in these shows and nowhere else. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. That's probably the wisest choice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think it's also just nice to get kind of like you were saying. It's kind of fun to just get away from Gotham a little bit, and it helps yeah. that they go to like Night of the Hunter, like American, you know, yeah. woods and stuff. But um, yes. I mostly am just like ah, oh, a little breath of fresh air, you know. And there's just some characters that aren't like super villains. Like these are just some people living in a like a. They just want to set up a little community for themselves. Um, Batman does not ruin. He does not blow up their spot. Like at the end, he just leaves them and they're going to go back to their little community. That little kid's a little sad about it, but he'll live. Yeah, there's Um, definitely episodes of this show where Batman would be like, and I'm bringing all of you in, too, for aiding and abetting a criminal. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's just there's just like a a, a ambition to do a little bit more. and I, I appreciate that. The show needed it. There's been so many Batman investigates a thing and then it turned into a big fight as a villain's plans revealed. And this is just not that episode. And I'm glad for that because I feel like we've seen that about four weeks in a row right now. Yeah. And I'm tired of it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, oh. But other than that, I don't have a ton about. Um, no, no, it's just nice. So. Killer Croc's not a character I think of with like any sort of interest. So it was nice seeing this episode where uh, that stuff's pretty good. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. You really are like, oh, I wish I wish it to work out for him. And he just became a dad to the little seal kid. And no, that's not happening. <laughs> and he basically tells the kid like, ah, yeah, whatever. This ain't a storybook. <laughs> um, well, yeah, where can people find you online? At first, oh, next week. Next week, yes. 
So next week, we're watching A Bullet for Bullock. Oh, cool. And Trial. These are two episodes. I, re- I think I remember both of these. I definitely remember A Bullet for Bullock, and I think I know which one Trial is. So, right. um, I'm... The episode I started to watch, House and Garden, was fucking bananas. I'm so mad that we don't get to it for another week. <laughs> yeah, that's the week after. Uh, oh well. Um, well, yeah. We're that episode. Go- that episode hits the far limits of the thing this show can do in a way that, like, maybe sinks the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it's it's unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you can find me on Twitter at Ian underscore Bean. You can find all my podcasts at neuromapping.com. Um, if you'd like to support the Patreon, I don't really plug it here. You go to patreon.com slash neuromapping, and for uh, $5 a month, you get blockbusters, <coughs> which every month uh, we talk about a big Hollywood movie, and we're going to have Autumn and uh, Neve and Molly on this weekend, and this will probably be out on Monday or Tuesday, depending on how editing goes, to talk about Titanic, maybe the biggest movie we could possibly cover. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I've watched uh, the first 90 minutes of Titanic. I'm going to finish the rest of it tomorrow evening. Uh, I'm fucking excited, dude. Yeah, it'll um, be fun. This movie is not what I thought it was. <laughs> okay, that'll be interesting. So, I knew, I knew it was a romance. I didn't know there was any stuff about, like, the the present day, but... Oh, weird. Okay, you didn't know it's been 84 years? That's a fucking meme. Everyone no, knows it's been 84 years. I had years. no idea. <laughs> You've seen the meme, right? I've seen the meme. Okay, yeah. I was like, oh, that's where that's from. Okay. Fair enough. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at autumnal. If you go to exportaud.io, that'll take you to the Patreon page, where you can find links to all the free feeds. If you give us a dollar a month, you get access to a bunch of the podcasts early and all in one feed. If you give us $5 a month, which many people have done today, uh, thank you, everybody. Um, You can listen to Coffee and Comic Books, where I just uploaded the first of two paid episodes of Billy Bat uh, coverage. Um, We're going to be joined tomorrow morning by Jackson to record our final Billy Bat episode. So that'll be out later this week as you're listening to it. Um, And you can also listen to Pop Town Funk, where Nora and I cover... Such cinematic classics as Johnny Quest, Thor, Love and Thunder, uh, the fucking first Care Bears TV movie. Uh, <laughs> just a okay. real heavy hitters on Pop Town Funk lately. <laughs> uh, so look, uh, we need to record that next the, that Care Bears episode. So look forward to that. That should be uh, coming up next week. So. Oh, and on Pardon My Franchise, we just finished talking about fucking RoboCop, a movie series which has only one bad movie, so. I don't believe you. <laughs> I fundamentally do not believe you. I listen to this. I've only seen RoboCop 1, the original, the only one you need. Everything you've said about all the other RoboCop seems fucking terrible. <laughs> it is terrible, but we're having a lot of fun. Uh, next right. next season of Pardon My Franchise, we're gonna we're gonna take one week break, and then we will start in on uh, the Highlander, which I know nothing about. I know there can be only one. I've I, never seen. I, I've never seen Highlander either. Um, I've never cared. It seemed kind of dumb to me. But I was like, we should watch the TV show, and then I found out that the TV show is six seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I knew that. I'm like, the, I know the TV show is really long. Um, I I I just feel file it in my head with like. 
Hercules and Xena. I don't really know if that's like true or fair, but that's where it belongs. And that that Mortal Kombat television show that isn't about any of the characters you care about in Mortal Kombat that aired for like a couple seasons. There's a Mortal um, Kombat TV show? Yeah, there was a Mortal Kombat TV show. Let me see if I can figure it out. Mortal Kombat. Um, I just remember as a kid um, seeing that it was on and I was like, oh, I love Scorpion. And it's just uh, Mortal Kombat Conquest uh, aired in one fuck? season from 1998 to 1999 um it's a prequel starring kung lao and a bunch of he's got a bodyguard and a former thief and uh that's Kristana loken who goes on to be um the terminatrix uh jeffrey meek as raiden and shao khan wait hold up a second <laughs> i don't know i don't know i remember watching it hoping that i'd see scorpion i didn't see scorpion i know he's in it but I did not see him when I like watched this one episode of that show. It was mostly people standing in forests talking to each other. And I was like, this is boring because I was 13. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Paul W.S. Anderson Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, but yeah, that's also disappointingly little uh, Scorpion content. You get the one good fight, you know? Yeah, but the music rips and Goro's like rips. a cool animatronic guy. And look, that movie's pretty good. That movie's thing. pretty good. <laughs> It's like not, it's like stupid, but it's a good stupid. It's the right kind of stupid. And the other two Mortal Kombat movies they've made since then have been miserable. Oh my God. <laughs> I was talking with somebody I, at work the other day about how bad Mortal Kombat Annihilation is. <laughs> I think I'd rather rewatch Annihilation than the, the most recent one. Oh, from absolutely. Like absolutely. <laughs> um. At least that I can have fun at how bad it is. Yeah, uh, there's like there's like stuff to laugh at. the The new one is so nothing. Nothing happens. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm gonna let you go. We're done here. We will be back. We're we come out most Mondays. Um, sometimes that's Tuesday, and sometimes we take weeks off. We don't really announce it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but you can uh, listen those a week early again at the Export Audio Patreon. You should support it listen to common coffee and comic books that's a really great podcast despite the fact that billy bat seems stupid it seems like a book i would hate if i read it (laughs) (laughs) i finished it today and i had a good time but i can guarantee you you would hate it yeah um it just is like oh manga has its own grant morrison and i fucking hate that (laughs) (laughs) um anyway um Thank you everyone for listening, and we will be back next time. Batman! Batman!